You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we are Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. And we are on episode two, season two of the X Files. And guys, if you ever wondered why you really don't want to go in a porta potty when it's absolutely necessary, this is the episode. This is the episode that gave you your porta potty fear. Because you know what's in the porta potty? The fluke, man. Yeah. I'm really glad that I didn't watch this episode as a kid because I went hiking so much as a child that porta potties were a necessity. Wait, you didn't like poop in the woods? Well, sometimes we did, but sometimes we went hiking places that had um, porta like potties. Por- porta johns. How luxurious. Well, not, not porta potties, outhouses. Oh, well, outhouses are different than porta potties. Yeah, that's fair. One is a hole in the ground, the other one has chemicals in it. Yeah, no, ours were definitely the classy West Coast hole in the ground. (laughs) I don't think I've pooped outside in a really long time. I can remember, well, no, that's not true. I can remember the last time I took a whiz outside. Oh, I've taken a whiz outside, like, downtown Vancouver. Recently? Um, (laughs) within the last three years. Oh, no, I mean, like, uh, in December... I took a whiz in the outhouse at the Tofino Lighthouse. You call it Lighthouse. No, I mean, like, just... Oh, just right out in the buff. Right, just, yeah. just, yeah. You gotta go, and sometimes, sometimes there's no bathroom. Sometimes you gotta bathroom. go, you gotta yeah. go. Okay. Um, so, Party Bodies, this is the host. This is one of those episodes, I think, one of the most famous um, X-Files monsters of all, of all times. I'd say this is number one, and number two is Squeeze. Number two is Tombs. I can't think of another one. Ironically, I it almost feels like this one should be number two. It was a number two <laughs> because of all the number twos within the all episode. The poos, man, guys. This was an episode made for Allison and I because there was a lot of poop jokes. Yeah, but as you will see, we recorded a lot of uh, double entendre. We super did that were disturbing to see how many there were, and yeah, I think we had a real. I think we pieced together a real mystery here. Yeah. Beyond the fluke, man. I I think there was a a, a secondary and maybe tertiary message. I think that we figured out what the B story was. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't seem like there was a B story, Um, but there's definitely a B story. Or was it the D story? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Let's get started. The host, Allison, can you read us that there description? Hecka Yes. Season 2, Episode 2, The Host. Mulder pursues a humanoid parasitic organism organism, organism. that uses sewage systems as its home. And uh, I remember this one as a kid. It scared me. This one was not as scary as Squeeze or Tombs. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like ooky and spooky. It was ooky and also spooky. Double ooky because of the poopy. But there weren't a lot of, like, 
unexpected jump scares or anything no. like you had with Tombs. No, Tombs was kind of, ah! Yeah. But this one was like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, what's coming out of there? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was prepared to be scared, but my spooky scale wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's start, um, on... Dimitri is on turd duty. Yeah, so we start on this Russian boat off the coast of New Jersey, and the some guy goes to look in the toilets, and they are purely overflowing. Oh, God, it was everywhere. And he grabs the youngest guy on the crew, Dimitri, and he's like, Dimitri, like, the entire crew had uh, pulled pork for lunch, and then they went and dumped out, <laughs> and now you're up, buddy. You gotta deal with this. We got, we got, you know what? The Russians should have thought better to have installed a Taco Bell inside the ship. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good call, Because they had some Mondo quesadillas, mm-hmm. and it just didn't agree with the crew. The, those chalupas were a bad call. <laughs> they have those Dorito ch- Is it Dorito oh, chalupas? gross. It's like a Dorito taco. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's uh, something, and they put Cheetos in it. Oh, no. I think there's Cheetos, like, right in it. But That's, you think that gets soggy? I'm upset. Why? 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 I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why? Um, so Dimitri has to deal with this turd overflow. Yeah. Um, and he has to go into the overflow tank and like, I guess, try to reach some, some lever and twist it, but he gets pulled right on in there. Yeah. Something's really rostling with him. Yeah. Um, so they, I guess the rest of the people are like, oh, forget about fucking Dimitri. He's gone. He's in they with the turd. They just flush the tank. They just flush the tank into the ocean. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the first problem. If you got a nasty turd in there, you got to take care of that. You can't pull the ocean. You got a rooter that shit. Though, to be fair, that's what Victoria does, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Victoria dumps right out. So so the capital of BC is, is Victoria. It's a lovely city. Um, Alice and I both went to university there. We did. Uh, but one of the shameful things, the hidden secret shameful things of Victoria is they have no sewage uh, plant. Yeah. So your poop just goes straight out into the ocean. Into the old scenic harbor. The scenic Almond Joy Harbor. (laughs) And actually, it's gotten so bad that Washington State, which is below uh, us, they have threatened not to send people up because the sewage flows down into Seattle and Tacoma. The Canadian poops, if you will. Enjoy our turds, (laughs) Washington! This is just a classic form of Canadian passive aggressiveness. <laughs> oh, like uh, like Saskatchewan putting uh, a bunch of their uh, homeless gentlemen on a bus and sending them over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Similar, just classic, similar. classic. You deal with it. Yeah, you deal with you it. You deal with it. You deal with our fucking turds, America. You'd be lucky to. Um. <laughs> okay, I wrote. Oh my God, what happened in previous episodes affect? The next episode. Yes, we were very pleased this to see. This was a shock. Shockingly, Mulder is still uh, on this federal wiretap case that he doesn't care for. That was introduced in the first episode. It's like things that happened in the first episode and the second episode are connected. It's a linear plot progression. I don't understand it, no. but it makes me feel warm inside. Oh my god. They got that newity. Oh. Wow. You know what? We're still complaining about the revival. (laughs) And I promise you, there's what, like 25 episodes? We're going to bring up the revival each time. (laughs) Uh, Listen to our revival episodes, folks. Um, 
Yeah, so he's down the basement, and a guy knocks on the door, and he's like, okay, bro, you outy, I'm in uh, Apparently, I pissed off Skinner well enough, or Skinner's interested in me, so he keeps me in this basement. And um, Mulder gets sent off to the... Can we call it Skinner's Otter Dungeon? <laughs> well, we have to now. <laughs> oh, one thing I like about this agent that came in was I misheard his name, and it sounded like he said his name was Agent Bonesaw. <laughs> Bonesaw's Bonesaw. coming. So he's my new favorite character. Uh, okay. Well, too bad. He's in that basement now. <laughs> he's in he's in Skinner's Otter Basement forever, <laughs> where Skinner keeps all the otters in their prime. <laughs> Just watches them. Um... Uh, so he goes, uh, the Mulder goes to, they find a body in the sewer system, right? Yeah. Skinner requests him personally to deal with this case. Yeah. Uh, Request Mulder. And Mulder is being led by, I called him a Brooklyn Aziz Asari because he sounded exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing? A really high pitched voice. Hey. <laughs> Um, and it, they just find a body, and yeah. they don't know where it came from, and Mother's, like, not into it. He's like, yeah, it was just probably drug money. Yeah, it's like a drug thing. Who cares? Who cares? Okay. This is where it starts. The B-plot. Yes. The hidden B-plot. So, um, Mulder and Skelly chat on a bench. Yeah. And she's like, well, how's this new detail? And he says, you know, it's hard being jerked around. I'm up to my ass in raw sewage. <laughs> and we actually stop the episode and say to ourselves, did, did that actually happen? And we could have just thrown it away as a, a one line that kind of hit wrong. But there were multiple other vocabulary that were spilt out that just... They ju- it just had a different meaning. If I may. Oh, please just read them in rapid succession. Uh, well, yeah, he went on to say, sometimes it just gets hard to grin and bear it when they ask you to bend over and grab your ankles. <sighs> and, uh, like, I understand. That is what Skinner is asking you to do in a literal context. Yeah, that's actually legitimately what he asked. But... <laughs> Consensually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I also wrote that Mulder's hair was very extremely fluffy. It was very fluffy. Uh, so this is, again, it's showing his emotions. First episode, he was really down and out, so his hair was very floppy. And now he's got that extra body and extra volume. And and maybe that's because he's been worked real hard by Skinner. He knows. He knows, He knows man. he's a wanted man. Oh, gosh. So this is where that B-plot comes in where... There's Skinner's just trying to win back. I don't know if he's playing hard to get, or yeah. he's just kind of working Mulder. It's he's playing him hot and cold. He's playing. I'm hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're. This is no, a Katy Perry free zone. Out. Oh really? Sorry, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. Um, California girls. No, that's Beach Boys. No, that's uh, that's. That's a different California girls. I wish girls. that they could, could be. Yeah, that's, there's two songs. Girls. Two songs entitled do, California do, do, Girls. Do, 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 do. I would not. I would not be smirched the good name of the Beach Boys. <laughs> I saw the Beach Boys in concert. <laughs> to quote the Beach Boys, "Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long." 
Is that about sex? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Beach Boys were into adult relations. They wanted to bang. What does the little lady from Pasadena about then? Oh, I don't know. Sex as well? Tell me the lyrics and I'll tell you um, what it's about. It's the little old lady. Go, lady, go, lady, go, lady, go. No, it's just about a cute Ooh. little old lady with her shopping cart. Do, 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 do. Something go fast now. You look like an ace now. You drive like an ace. It's like the Indy 500 looks like the Roman chariot race now. I have fun, oh. fun, fun till my daddy took my T-bird away. Oh, yeah, that's the wrong song. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just singing any Beach Boy song I can think of. Um, What would happen in this episode? Lying oh, in bed man. just like Brian Wilson did. Oh, no. That's a... <laughs> that's Bernie that's a But also about... Canadian heroes. But also about the Bernie It's about Brian Wilson. Okay. Um... Oh, anyway, man. so the B plot is Skinner's trying to get. F- it's a consensual thing, but I think like there's some sadomasochism in oh, here. Oh, for sure. That like truly, I mean, we talk about Daddy Deepthroat, and we talk about this new sugar daddy senator that appeared in in episode one. But truly, in terms of daddies. Skinner is Mulder's daddy. Oh, he is. Or he's he's vi- he's applying. He's for applying the job for the position of, of the daddy. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mulder's and the, the I mean it was the nineties, so you couldn't really get that into the B plot, and and that's why Mulder uses the term "it was hard" and I'm being jerked around and I'm up to my ass and literally Skuller, uh, uh, Skinner entered me from behind. Did he say that? <laughs> well, didn't he say that? No. <laughs> he said, "I he bent down and he grabbed had to turn his ankle, and grab his ankle, and Skinner entered me from behind, and Scully, it, and it was a sweet lovemaking session." <laughs> And there was a lot of aftercare, and I appreciated that. He stroked my hair. <laughs> That's why it's so fluffy. It made it fluffier. <laughs> um, and, I mean, the thing is, they were very subtle in their references to this relationship. Uh, I have another one. Oh, yeah? Uh, he says, and I quote, Skinner just r- is rubbing my nose in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's going on here. Oh, yeah. Puppy play. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, guys! Please Google that. No. Yeah, I'm just, upset. Just playing with puppies. Just no, it little, isn't. Little, little what puppies. about pony play? Oh, <laughs> just we are opening up a whole new world. Opening up many cans of many worms. Oh. Uh, I did want to mention, though, in terms of uh, subtle references to the D story in this episode, um, Skelly does the autopsy on. <laughs> This uh, guy they found in the The sewer. Russian guy. The Russian guy. And I will note that uh, not only was the case number DP008, <laughs> uh, but she also found him to be 69 inches in length. <laughs> that can't be and a coincidence. I'm not making that up. That can't be a you coincidence. You go rewatch it. You can't. That. You can't use oh. the number 69 in a television show unless you are implying something. And case number DP. DP. We... We we stopped the episode. Yeah, we did. We had to. And we're just like, is this is this real life? 
Is this is happening? It's a fantasy. <laughs> um, I also wrote here good corpse work because I really enjoyed the uh, the makeup on that yeah. corpse. It looks gosh, really good. for the for first the treatment time, of the, corpse the first time these corpses are looking pretty good. Looking fresh. Well, not fresh, but that's no, what makes them look looking good. Looking kind of bloated. Yeah. And waterlogged. Anyway, I really liked this scene where she was doing the autopsy. It felt very luxurious. What? What? Luxurious. Yeah, I felt it was nice to get. To see Skelly be able to take the time to do the autopsy, to see her going through the process. You know what? The pacing was wonderful. Yeah. I love the pacing of this episode. Which, and guys, this is a Chris Carter episode. Yeah. So, I don't, well, I mean, the Chris Carter uh, ending happens. Yeah. uh, And we yell and scream. But the pacing is like... It's nice. I, I have time to breathe. I found the structure of it very interesting because I think it was actually the opposite of what frustrates me about b- most episodes. Yeah. Whereas most episodes, so much happens yes. that I can't figure out what's going on. But in this one, it was like by the time it was at the midpoint, I was like, well, what's left to happen? Yeah. And then I got to be surprised by the events. I know. It was it was well paced. It was focused. It I mean, the 69ing and DPing aside, it just... it. I liked it. Yeah. So it's I don't know. But, but I mean, the ending was classic Chris Carter. And we'll talk about that. But, yeah. Um, uh, and then, so during this slow, luxurious autopsy, um, <laughs> Scully finds a... Uh, a thingy. Yeah. It, I will say at this point, I wrote down exactly a quote from Courtney, which was, ew, a thingy. Ew. <laughs> ew. A thingy. <laughs> That's my name for anything. Can you... Um, oh, no. Can you pick up that thingy? Uh, you know, the thingy, the thingy thing, thing, thingy thing. Hey, nice thingy. Hey, nice thingy. Whoa, that thingy is really small. You need a bigger one. Sorry about your small thingy, dude. <laughs> it's a flatworm. Yeah, she finds is. a flatworm or fluke worm within the man's chest cavity attached to his uh, bile duct. And I and I like flatworms because I remember in, uh, in high school, we used to, in a, my biology book, there was a picture of a flatworm. And it has the cute little, like, triangle head. Yeah, they're pretty cute. And, and it's got two eyes. Yeah. They got two eyes, and it looks like a Pokemon. This fluke man did not look like no, a Pokemon. No, he did not. He looked just generally upsetting in, that'd a, be in a positive way. <laughs> really cool if he was a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, the thingy was a fly. It came out of his liver. Yeah, it was attached to his bile duct. Yeah, bile duct. Just sucking him dry. What is a bile? What does it do? It produces bile that helps you break things down. Is that what it does? I thought bile comes from your pancreas. I don't think it comes from your liver. I think it comes from your pancreas. Then it might there might have been an, a mistake in the episode because they said at both it came times to liver that it was attached to his liver and his bile duct. Well, oh well. But I think because bile is that like super green, the really really green. Yeah, it's one of the four humors. What? Like comedies no like in olden times the four humors were what they thought everything was made up out of blood and bile and like mucus and the saliva the fourth one i don't know semen probably (laughs) so they do bleed like you bleed to get balance your humors did they have to like milk your bile Duct. Thank you for saying bile duct. <laughs> um, <laughs> How do they do that? How do I you milk your mi- bile duct? I don't know. Gosh. I, I don't have all the answers. Gosh. 
so anyways, another man goes into a, another pipe. Yeah, this is, again, the pacing's really nice. Like, okay, well, that's, this is, you think, okay, well, maybe something weird is with this body, but then we're going to get a second body. The There's some guys in the Newark sewer. And they're working to unclog a clog. Yeah. And Big old clog. And a guy just fucking goes down, and it's a classic case of alligator in the sewer. Mm-hmm. And he, he grabs gets got. He gets got. There's a death roll situation going mm-hmm. on. And then, but he's okay. He yeah, the guy out. saves him, uh, but he got bit in the back. Got bit right in the back. And it looks a little infected. Yeah, doesn't yeah. look good. Doesn't look good. So he goes to the doctor, and the I don't know how... I don't know how or why Mulder was called. Well, I think because it was like thing. a Newark sewer attack. So they're like, maybe it's related. Maybe it's related. Okay. But I will say, uh, related to our D story. Yeah. A couple of the symptoms this guy had were that a strange taste in his mouth that he couldn't get rid of. And he was having trouble swallowing. Guys, you, we don't make this up. We're not making it up. It happened. We're not looking for it. We're not desperate for, like, th- this subplot to come to light. It's just, it's there. It's, the- it's right in front of your eyes. <laughs> now I understand all those Mulder and Skinner fan fictions. I have not read a single one of you. Um, well, maybe um, not read. No. Maybe not read. More like... Right? right? <laughs> oh, now I understand all those fan fictions I wrote. <laughs> Finally, I'm justified. I know. Oh, the clues are there. <laughs> fuck, um, fuck Scully and Mulder, man. That's yeah. not, there's no subtext to that at nope. all. Nothing, um, nothing to pick up on. Uh, so this guy says he thinks he was attacked maybe by a, a couple of pythons or a boa constrictor. Yeah, they say, oh, well, the, the their snake gets too long, and so they flush him down the toilet. And that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, bo- bo- boas and pythons, they can they can swim okay. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're not too bad with water, but that's so sad. Don't. Guys, this is going to be my message. Snakes get real big, and they live a long time. I know a snake... That is 33 years old. And so if you can't provide for it, don't buy a snake. If you can't handle it, just... If you can't handle these pythons... Get out of the reptarium. Because <laughs> I know snakes are real cute with their mm-hmm. little kitten faces, but they get big. They get real big. Yep. In my pants. Okay. <laughs> I had to bring it back. So, um, so Scully calls Mulder as mm-hmm. he's hanging out with this guy and she tells him about the tapeworm uh, and he's... No, not tapeworm. Sorry. Flat flatworm. And at this point he's seen the wound on the gentleman's back, which looks like something is kind of latched onto him. Uh, and she explains to him that there was a, a flatworm in the, the guy from the sewer and mm-hmm. that it attached with something called a scolex, mm-hmm. which are like its little teeth that he little uses to clamp teeth. on there. Um... And that, uh, and he says, well, is it possible this guy was bitten by that? And she says, no, it's tiny. It's too small. Yeah, but this one, but that, there's something weird going on. Yeah. And then, and then she hangs up and then Mulder gets another call. Oh, and, yeah, he does. And Mulder's like, well, what are you doing? Like, Scully, get off my bone. And it's just this guy. We don't know who it is. It's not the smoking man. Nope. It's not, it's not daddy, new sugar daddy senator. It's not Skinner. It's, it's a third suitor. It's a... <laughs> We don't know who he is, but he says, 
uh, quote unquote, you have a friend in the FBI. And that's all he says. He also uh, sent him a dick pic. I don't know if that was possible back then. Yeah. But, but this did. other guy did it. He did. And then it's it was like the, the dick and then a, a torso wearing a t-shirt that said FBI Federal Boning Institution. <laughs> and Mulder yeah. was like, interesting. He's like, tell me more. I'll consider it. <laughs> so... Uh, Again, I mean the 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 bull runneth over. Yeah, really, absolutely. With all these, so you got so okay. Player one, Senator Sugar Daddy. Yeah, what has he got to offer, Allison? Well, he's J. Jonah Jameson, so yep. he's extremely rich. Yeah, uh, he can close talk with the best of them. Yeah, he really close talk. He's uh, clearly got enough money to send our man Mulder on lavish trips to British Columbia, Puerto Rico. Yep, and also he's a snappy dresser. Knows his music. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly got expensive tastes. Yeah, and he's got a Patrick Bateman vibe. Yeah, which is, I can see. Which is okay, but also frightening. Yeah. But maybe that's really nice. Okay, so, he's, so that's, he's like scary hot. So that's suitor one. Okay, yeah. suitor two, the skin man. Yeah. Okay. Walter Spicy Sinner Skinner. <laughs> so he's got a little S&M vibe going on. Yes, he do. Right? Uh, and that's okay. And I think Mulder would be a good... Um, uh, sub like I feel like they balance each other out. I feel like that's that's right too, and 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 I feel like though Skinner will be a forceful dom, uh, there will be some aftercare involved, and he I, knows the ropes, right? I feel like they just got that tension. They oh got my that god, tension. the angry fuck me now tension. We haven't even mentioned the part where Mulder goes to Skinner's office, yeah. to shout at him. For getting that shitty case. Yeah, let's talk about that now. We're going through the suitors. Let's just talk about that now. Okay. So what happens is, um, I I mean, Mulder's upset because he's being, first he was put in the otter basement, the otter dungeon. Yeah. um, Because, you know, daddy was punishing him. So he's like, what, I'm just like all these other fucking otters? Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then there, he's in the fucking stink tank and he's like, Skinner, what the fuck? You're sending me, first I was in the basement and now you're sending me in like poop poop alley in this conversation he was attempting to have with skinner i think was basically the equivalent of what are we (laughs) can we just can we just lay it down here like what are we uh so so Mulder wants to see skinner and the secretary's like oh no skinner's busy and so Mulder's like no i have to see him and Mulder stomps in and there's other people in the room yeah and this is almost like a, a very like you're embarrassing him, but it's a sexual thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you, Scholar, that's what Skinner was doing. Skinner had a fucking raging heart on <laughs> he during sure this he scene. Did. His pants were tenting. Oh. There was some favorable lighting. Seams were... Uh, <laughs> Busting. <laughs> to, the, to the point of exertion. <laughs> and he's just in front of these people, and you don't even see the people's faces. No. Which is kind of a neat shot. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, Mr. Mulder, what were you, what are you complaining about? You know, tell us all what you're complaining. And it was this, like, very, like, S&M embarrassment. It's a bit of a, like, principal's office. Yeah, vibe. yeah. That, they're going to role play that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got, you got Sugar Daddy, Sugar Daddy Senator number one, yeah. Skinner number two. Now we got the third suitor. The mystery man. He's mystery man. And mystery man, he's got a nice voice. Mm-hmm. He he has a nice chair. He's obviously watching Mulder. And here's what I like about suitor number three. Here's yeah. why I think he might be the dark horse. Yeah. He reached out to Scully. 
That's true. He sent her information, so he clearly knows the way to Mulder's heart is to make nice with his BFF. In the immortal words of the Spice Girls, <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you gotta, you gotta get, get with, with my, my friends. friends. Make it last forever, Ren- Dark Horse. Friendship never ends. That's weird because as soon as you went there, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> and I'm glad we're on that same wavelength. So sooner number three, he's got some tricks up his sleeve. We don't know what that sleeve looks like, no. but... We're excited to find it. It's not Daddy Deep Throat, is it? It can't. it can't. How could it possibly? Well, they bring people back all the time. His biological father is deceased. <laughs> and I refuse to go there. And it's not It's not Smoking Man. It's not no. the ghost of Ronald Reagan. So it has to be someone else. I don't know. I want to know who it is. Me too. Me too. And I want to know who he ultimately will pick in the final rose ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I love where we're going with this. <laughs> Me too. The, this is important, you guys. That I understand the X-Files now. <laughs> it was The Bachelor before The Bachelor was even invented. Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming together. Well, I'm not, you know what? I'm glad Mulder has Scully because you need a bro. You need a bro. To give you that perspective of, of like... Are these guys using me for my body? Yeah. Is this S&M relationship healthy? Do I chase after a man I don't even know, like an internet guy? Like, he's messaging me, and and maybe, do I go for that? Or and is it okay to be J. Jonah Jameson's sugar baby? <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah, baby? it's sugar daddies and sugar babies. <laughs> Aren't sugar babies, like, uh, something you eat yeah. at the movie theater? Yeah, they are also a candy. <laughs> I thought they were called jelly babies. Maybe that's it. I just like sugar babies, too. Sugar babies. <laughs> hey, Daddy, I'm your sugar baby. Oh, I'm my barf. <laughs> Don't roll over on your tongue. <laughs> we just ate a lot of pulled pork, you No, guys. it was more what you said. Oh. <laughs> okay. So that's that's this whole B-plot being laid out for you guys. And it was important that we took this journey. Yeah. So, okay, what's happening in the A-plot at this point? Uh, toothpaste. Oh, yeah, this guy who, our second victim, is uh, just brushing his teeth with a ridiculous amount of toothpaste. Yeah. Um, He's, like, squirting it all in because he says he can't get the taste out of his mouth. Yeah. Which is another hint to the B-plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just fucking squeezes it in. Yeah, he's just trying to, and then he starts spitting up blood. Yeah, so that's not good. And he's like, well, that seems weird. But then he he gets in the shower anyways. So this one, this this imagery I knew as a kid, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure what happened but really he barfs out a fluke yeah he starts like spitling up pink and red and then a full-on fluke worm comes out of his mouth and goes down the drain so that i mean that means that i mean there's still flukies out well yeah i was wondering about that as well but i feel like that's part of the open-ended like yeah 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 um what happens after that oh i just wrote phallic like thing comes out of a man's mouth perf that's still i mean you know how there's a lot of movies that are about sex, but they're not really about sex? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't, um, I didn't take a lot of notes after this point because I was actually really enthralled with the plot, which is unusual for me. Yeah, we were really silent yeah. for this one, which was interesting because A, it was a Chris Carter written one. But, yeah. Um, I wrote two things, and I think they're both very important, Allison. Okay. I wrote quality porcelain telephone joke yes and poop mermaid yeah absolutely both those things 100 percent true we should 
we should <laughs> so um in case you didn't know we do a um patreon uh reward that is the double x files spooky snail mail mm-hmm. i think once we finish our notebooks this season we should send pages to our to people who that's pledge. a great idea because you can get things like quality porcelain telephone joke and poop mermaid and you can get like things like just in all caps can't get that taste out of his mouth <laughs> and any trouble swallowing <laughs> oh man i think there's there's gonna be some good stuff that's a great idea yeah 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 so look out for that guys uh patreon.com slash thunderquack uh, plug in the Patreon. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mulder goes to the sewage plant. Uh, that's not in Victoria. Nope. Uh, and the head sewage plant guy makes a porcelain telephone joke, uh, and you are wont to do because, you know, he works at a sewage plant. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. We should say Mulder went there because someone saw something. Oh, yeah. In someone the tanks. Saw, saw a poop mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're looking around for the poop mermaid, and it just the fluke man is fucking caught in a pipe, and that to me was shocking because I didn't think you would see it this soon. It's actually more funny than scary. Yeah, it was too, kind of like, which I kind of liked it, but it, it's nice to get. I can see why they would want to reveal it sooner so that we can see him more throughout the episode because it is such a nice piece of work. Yeah, it is. A, I mean, it's gorgeous. So stay tuned to our personal X Files. Uh, we talked to a man who had a hand in the fluke man. Uh, so stay tuned to that. Um, yeah, but it kind of shocked me, like, because I remember being really scared of the fluke man. Yeah. Um, but it's like, wow, we see it this early. Like, it's not going to be, it's revealed this early, but, um, so they caught the fluke man and they put him in fluke man jail. Yeah. They put him in like a psych ward unit. Which is weird. Like, cause I didn't like, just oh, like, does he need water to survive? Yeah. Like, how does that even work? Does he have lungs? So does he, he like, have, he's hiding behind the pipes when they go to look at him. Yeah. Poor little thing. Poor little baby. Poor little, my sweet baby. <laughs> um, this is also when Scully gets the hint from the third suitor. Yeah. Uh, mystery man. And it's a National Enquirer um, slash Weekly World News. And Scully just wants to know what's going down with Bat Boy lately. What's Bat Boy up to? (laughs) Has he joined the X-Men yet? (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, that was in the 90s, so Bat Boy must be, like, fucking 35 by now. Oh, yeah. What kind of job do you think Bat Boy has? Bat Boy is... Oh, man. Mapping cave systems yeah. uh, with his sonar. I just think he's, like, a counselor for at-risk youth. That makes sense. Yeah, he's he's gonna, you know, with his big eyes, it's, yeah. it's easy to talk to him. The, oh, yeah. And he's got big ears as well, because he is, in fact, a bat boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's uh, a good listener. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the front page, but inside the Weekly World News, Scully finds the article about the mystery Russian ship and the mystery disappearances. And she connects the body, um, the first fluke body, uh, to that ship. So she knows where that body came from. So that is sewn right up. So it seems like she, she sews that up. And then we caught the fluke man. And it's like, well, what happens next? Yeah, yeah. So that that's true. That is the point where I was kind of like, hmm. Although I will say um, that she, <laughs> how she realizes it's the same guy on the body Oh yeah, on the, on the ship as she did the autopsy of is she looks up like zooms in on his tattoo and she's like oh his tattoo says Dimitri in Cyrillic he had his own name tattooed on his body people do that people do that but 
Why? I don't know. Just in case you forget. Okay. Like if you're really drunk somewhere and it's like, oh man, you just name this and is address me. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a afterwards. There's an awkward office scene where. Is it? I guess it's Skinner. Yeah, he's reading the report that Mulder put together. And again, it's this like S and M embarrassment it's thing. It's like a weird tension. Like you wait, you wait your turn. You wait yeah, till like Daddy. We're not talking about the prosecution. Yeah. We're talking about your performance. <laughs> yeah, your performance. Um, but it's talking about prosecuting the fluke man. Yeah, and and, and Mulder's like, well, like. Is is Flukeman is gonna have his day in court? Like, it, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and well, that's kind of what he's getting at too. Is like, how is this gonna come together even? And I thought back to um, Tillicum the whale, who oh, has killed. Yeah, Tillicum the whale uh, is a killer whale, and he lived he lived in Victoria or Vancouver for a bit, mm-hmm. but he killed not one but two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in SeaWorld and one up here. Uh, and the the thing with him is they actually brought him to court. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a giant tank? Yeah. Um. So he was in a giant tank, uh, but they actually wheeled it in. They had to build a special courtroom for it because you can't wheel in a tank through like yeah through it. Um. And they put like the microphones underwater, and he did he did take the stand. Was he wearing a little suit? Uh. Well, he's black and white anyway. Oh, so, you're right. So it's oh, like that's so it's stupid like a, of me. <laughs> It's a penguin, si- yeah. a penguin situation. Yeah, you try a penguin, he doesn't have to wear a suit. No, he's already he's, wearing he's a suit. You've got it. That's kind I of... mean, in fact, you're like, you, you might be a little overdressed. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote Chillicum the whale, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I, I feel like that defense really almost hung him out to dry. <laughs> God damn, I love this bit. <laughs> but... But really, I think it read to the jury, it the jury real, of his peers. Like, it was a real OJ situation. Yeah. If the squid don't fit, you must quit. Do, <laughs> do, do, killer, do killer wheels eat, eat squid? I think they do. They probably eat whatever they can get their yeah, hands on. Yeah, yeah. Fins. 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 Flukes. Um... But luckily, Tillicum was tried by his peers, which yeah. included um, the walrus from SeaWorld mm-hmm. and um, um, several sea otters. The uh, Echo the Dolphin oh, from yeah. the from the video game. Yeah. Um, and also a guy named Stan. Yeah. So, uh, but he, he walked. Well, swam. He swam yeah. in a circle in his tank until he was released back into his uh, other tank. Yeah. But... Um, inspiring stuff wait did you hear he's dying now well you know what he's been through a lot well i think he's a cold-blooded killer man so he i mean again well then it looks like our opinions differ (laughs) (laughs) just it's the whole oj situation you it's the whole it it was very tillicum the whale trial was very parallel to the oj simpson trial because here you have a very famous black man Mm -hmm. and in this case a black and white man and because of his fame, you know, just let let loose. You know, I was fascinated by the Tillicum trial, but you know what was really interesting to, to me was the um, the Law and Order episode that they made around it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that that was weird. Well, it was. See, here's the thing: is it was about um, it wasn't about an orca, but it was about a pilot whale. 
Yeah. So similar but different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess. Well, you know, it's hard to get. It's really hard to get find good killer whale actors. They have a no, lot of demands. No, it's so true. They have it's a lot so of, true. I mean, pilot whales are really underrepresented in today's media. So yeah. I, I feel like that was a really good um, choice. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't I do it anymore. I'm sorry about the, I want to say, five to eight minutes of pure bullshit that you just experienced. I can't do it anymore. That was a wild ride that for me nice. as well. I like <laughs> What fun. <laughs> what joy. Well, oh anyway. Um, so, rest in peace, Tillicum the Whale. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to... It's sad. You had a journey. That was a journey. That was a journey we just took. Okay. I have a live bait. Oh, yeah. So prior to that, I do just want to mention on the tales of that Skinner and Mulder scene that um, (laughs) we did find out that Skinner agrees with Mulder that the X-Files, like, should be put back together. And he and Scully should have been on that case. But he says, you know, everyone's got to answer to someone. Yeah. And you got to answer to me because I know there's other guys, Mulder. Yeah. And I want you all to myself. It's a little given, like this relationship and all relationships are a little give and take. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's nice that there's that c- connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so live bait. The fluke man. Where did he, what was he oh, doing? Oh, they transport him in a truck because they're taking him oh, to a psychiatric facility. That's right. <laughs> you just strap him to a board, Yeah, they man. just strap him to a board. Anyways, and that was kind of weird. He that gets, wasn't... yeah, he gets free. Because, as you know, um, have, do you know hagfish? Yes. I, I feel like there was a hagfish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't know, Google hagfish. Google uh, hagfish. They're just kind of like, they make their own snot they look out like of their bodies. If they made a sound, they look like that sound would be blorp. No. <laughs> that's the sound they That's would so make. accurate. They just like, when you blow your nose, that's the noise that they make. That's when you blow the noise. That's also the mucus that they. Yeah, like if you blow your nose and you save everything that comes out and you put it together, you will have a hagfish. And you fish. form a noodle yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah. That's you a hag created fish. a hagfish. And I feel like this abomination has a little bit of hagfish in it. Yeah, because it just slippy slide right out. Yeah. Uh, so the guy, the guy driving the uh, police transport, uh, he's like, oh shit. <laughs> This guy slippy slided out, and he st- he pulls over. He calls for help. He pulls over, and he has his gun, and it's nowhere to be seen. And we pull out, and we see the sign "live bait," and he screams, "Oh shit!" He sw- seriously screamed, "Oh shit!" Did he? Yeah, I man. thought he said "fuck" or <laughs> whatever. And then uh, a shock went off, and we know that uh, this guy he died. Yeah, a uh, fluke man <laughs> drags him to a porta potty. Yeah, he drags himself to a porta potty because I guess he like. That's he. All he knows is the toilet. Yeah, he loves the toilet world. And there's a really creepy shot of you go into the porta potty and look down, and there's fucking Fluke Man just looking up at you, my sweet baby. (sighs) That's why I'm scared of the porta potty because I thought he was gonna grab my ass and suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, in retrospect, not a bad thing now, but you know, I mean, (sighs) you gotta give a little, take a little. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking of him specifically being the issue. Um, um, I wrote, new daddy must solve this case. Oh, suitor number three, mystery man, calls Mulder again and says, It's imperative that you solve this case. It's imperative you get over here and suck my dick. 
yeah, you got to solve this case. We don't know why, but you have to. I think yeah. uh, New Daddy, third seater, wants wants the X-Files back. Yeah. And he wants New to make... New Daddy wants the X-Files back. He wants to make his Mulder baby happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because Skinner's not doing it. And Senator Sugar Daddy? I don't know. Do you think we're going to see the Senator guy character I, again? God, I hope so. It'd be kind of sad if we, that's it. Yeah, I he really... He was just a plot device. I would like him to come back. I would, too. I would, too. I want that closed talking. Um, tense sewage walking music. What was that? Tense sewage walk. Oh, yeah. Okay, so basically... <laughs> it makes sense, guys. What happens is... Uh, the guy with the truck comes and sucks out all the porta potty stuff, so he sucks the fluke man into his truck and then drives away, and then Mulder sees him drive away and then realizes the fluke man isn't in the porta potty anymore, and he's like, he was in the truck. Yeah. So they go to the sewage plant to try to find him, and the tense sewage music comes in as they're all walking around all these tanks. Like ten sewage workers looking for yeah, this poop mermaid looking again. around for their precious turd maid. And they and, found uh, him. They found him where he ended up, where the first body was at the beginning, right? Yeah, I think so. He was making his way back to the ocean, I believe, is the yeah. situation. Um, and while, um, while Mulder and the sewage guy are down there, are on their way or whatever, um, Scully calls and says, "Look, I think this thing, the little baby flukes, is is the baby. They're yeah. trying. The, the fluke man is trying to reproduce, and that's that's you he know, needs how to you new, do it. find a new host." Um, I wrote, and that's how you get pink eye. Do you know what that's about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I assume just swimming around in the sewer. Oh, maybe that's it. Because the sewer guy tries to cl- close the grate so that the fluke man can't get back out. Yeah. And then he falls in, and Fluke Man gets him, and then Mulder jumps in after him. And that's how you get pink eyes. And that's eyes. how you get pink eyes when you just jump into raw sewage. Yeah. Um, I also wrote, it fluked him up real good. It did, because the Fluke Man, yeah, fluked this guy up, and then Mulder tries to go for him. Fluke Man tries to escape, and then Mulder brings down the sluice gate on top of the Fluke Man, cutting him straight in half. Yeah. And there's a great shot of his bottom half of his torso and his Sinking. legs and feet just floating in the water. But... When you cut a worm in half, doesn't it just make two worms? Well, I think that's what the end of the episode implies. Oh. And also, the sewage guy, he got flukes. Do you think he's got a baby fluke inside of him? I don't know. And also, how would the fluke man cut in half become two flukes if he's also technically a vertebrate? And, well, is he a vertebrate? Well, yeah, that's what they said at the end. They say he was a vertebrate. And then what happened to the first fluky that came out of the guy's mouth? Yeah, I don't know. All these and more classic X-Files questions. Unanswered, unanswered by the end of the episode. But, you know, it is kind of answered by Chris Carter. And is he says, it? well, no, just remember. Remember, Allison. Oh, God. <laughs> Mulder and Scully are sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. And and Scully gives Mulder this... this Dossier? Uh, yeah. And says, I think we created the Flukeman. Yeah. And you said... Oh my God, if this is a Chernobyl reference, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. And guess what? It was a Chernobyl reference. Yep. So uh, we just Chris Cartered this episode. Yeah. I just, so as y'all know, I don't know. Chernobyl is a subject I find very interesting. I've read a lot about it from different perspectives. Yeah. So it's hard for me to see it represented in pop culture as just like, a, oh, this wacky thing that happened. Yeah. Um, it was like, remember in space where they they, they blame yeah. the tr- Challenger explosion on 
like a space ghost. Yeah, fucking brutal. Just because something happened like 10, 20 years ago doesn't mean you can be a dick about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I would have been better if this episode ended with the sewer guy and he fucking is bursting with little fluky things. That would be bitchin'. That would have been really cool. Just like exploded fucking into explodes. a million tiny flukes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just all wiggling everywhere. Oh my god. Um, yeah, like that would have been a better ending. But we should have a new segment on this podcast called "That Would Have Been Better," where we just say <laughs> what a better ending would have been to every episode. Okay, let's do that. Okay, oh, perfect. You know what? It, you know what would have been better? What if the guy exploded into a thousand flukes? That would have been better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this has been that would have been a better ending. That would have been you. better. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, uh, let's rate this fucker. Let's do it. Uh, I rate on a spooky scale. My highest so far has been a 4.5, which mm-hmm. is uh, is held by Squeeze. Uh, and I was expecting this to scar me. I was expecting it to be as bad as Squeeze, but y- because this monster was part of my childhood, and this is the reason I don't go into porta potties But it wasn't too bad. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. So... It was, it did have elements of it, but it wasn't scarring. Yeah, yeah. But I, like, I think, I think it was spooky in an enjoyable way. It was spooky in an enjoyable way. Now, if they would have Jawsed it or Alfred Hitchcocked it, yeah. where you don't see the fluke man as much as you did, maybe a bit, be a bit more spooky. Um, but I enjoyed the, the, the fluke work. Yes, the, the fluke work was amazing. The gro- And the gross body things. Yeah. Like, that was super cool. So 3.5, I think. Cool. Uh, how about your rage scale? Oh, boy. On my rage scale, I mean, it was doing pretty well until Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, you got to include that, though. Yeah. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a, uh, a four. A cold four. Cold okay. four. I enjoyed it. I didn't appreciate the unanswered questions and the, you know, the open-ended stuff that always occurs. Um, but it was a good episode. I thought the music was great. There were some yeah. amazing shots in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought music was great, really well directed. Some of the dialogue didn't even make me want to retch. Yeah. Um, and that says a lot for Chris Carter. Yeah. So he's gotten worse with age is what we're trying to say. Oh, he's gotten so much worse. But 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 the ending is very Chris Carter. Like, it, it, well, that wasn't necessary. Yeah. That really wasn't necessary. Okay. Um... Oh, it's time for Personal X-Files? Yes, it is. Okay, guys, we have a treat for you. Um, Our friendo, uh, Brad Proctor, worked on this episode. In fact, this was his first X-Files episode that he worked on in special effects makeup. So let's take it away to Allison and Courtney uh, in the past interviewing Mr. Brad Proctor. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Hey guys, so for our personal X-Files on this episode, we are talking to Brad Proctor, who um, worked on seasons two through five of the X-Files in their effects department, and we're super excited to have him here. Thank Thank you you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, so we just wanted to ask you about um, the Fluke Man, the iconic monster of this episode. Okay. And um, just kind of pick your brain. So when you were working on it, what did you have much insight about how the idea and the design came about and how it was executed? Well, all I'm, um, I was I should mention here first off, this was my very first episode. Yeah, which is very <coughs> special. It was, yeah, it was not just <laughs> my first episode of X-Files, it was my first episode of anything. I moved out here um, 
I think at that point I was working at a theatrical supplies store and um, I was hoping to get into the industry, so <laughs> I, I was nervous as hell when oh, this happened. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so I got called in to, to this. Uh, as far as the, the, the actual design, that had already been done. And basically all I heard was it's um, a humanoid fluke worm. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how I was introduced to it. Uh, we, we need you to come in and help out with this thing. You want a you wanna shot? It's like, uh, that, was, that was Toby Lindelof. Well, what did you think when someone would present that to you? Did you think it was nuts? Or no. Was, yeah, no, you were no, like, no, no, oh, that's, awesome. that, that was awesome. That, yeah. was, that was exactly the call I was waiting for. <laughs> nice. um, uh, so uh, after I caught my breath, uh, and I was luckily working in a place that they were very cool with me taking some time off to do this. Yeah. Um, I, I think I went over to this place like right after work that night and um, I got to to meet the, the main crew. There was um, my, my friend who actually had, had mentioned me to Toby. Oh. Um, his name was uh, Doug Morrow. And um, he introduced me to him and a few other people like Charlie Grant and Adam Bear and, uh, and a few other people that were, were working on this thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm walking down. This, this is in Toby's basement at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have a real shop at this point because oh, this was wow. a pretty a brand new industry yeah. in, in BC. There wasn't there wasn't very much monster making done here at that, that point. There was a bit here and there, but yeah. it was so rare that no one had a, a shop except for like one or two people. Oh wow! So Toby was pretty new. He hadn't been doing a lot of work at this point, and this is just starting to you know this it's slowly beginning to snowball. Now they want monsters and stuff, so he's putting together <laughs> crews. Now they want fluke men. <clears throat> so. I walk down to the basement, and um, there's there's arms and legs of Fluke Man there. People are working on the, the face sculpture and the, oh the, the, the cowl. And out in the, the garage, um, uh, there's a couple guys there, I think, um, Bill Terzakis and Charlie Grant, uh, working on the body of them. So I got to meet all these people in kind of this whirlwind introduction. Yeah. <laughs> oh my um, I'm, I'm completely a bundle of nerves at this point. I feel like I, I just drank an entire keg of coffee. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, buzzing. And... Um, and looking at this stuff and thinking, oh my god, I'm going to make an idiot out of myself here. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, just totally yeah, self doubting yeah. oh, myself, yeah. looking at everyone else's skill. Um, the the only fluke man des- design I saw was a, a pencil sketch, really. huh. and then there were just some some photographs of stuff, different things for inspiration lying around, and that was kind of it. Um, wow. So as far as uh, <laughs> sorry, I kind of veered wildly off. No, that's fine. Oh, it's fascinating. That's why we're here. <laughs> um, as far as the design, I, I really only just heard about. This thing, and I saw this pencil sketch, and by the time I got in there, there was already sculptures in progress. So um, That's good. that was my introduction to the whole thing. And and what did you what did you work on? You were telling us a bit about that. Um, I well, I didn't. They didn't give me a lot of stuff initially because guy. it's yeah, like let's, sure. let's try him out, make sure he's not going to screw up our show. Um, <laughs> so I, I did a little bit of stuff. Like I made his teeth. I had done a lot of teeth on my own at that point, and yeah. so they threw that at me. Um, the little story about the teeth was they lasted exactly one day before they got wrapped up in paper, set in the counter, and someone said, oh, what's this garbage? And threw them out. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> so I quickly whipped together another set that they could use, but it wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> um, I did a little sculpting in the sole of the foot. I did a lot of molds on, yeah. on the first show. I, did, I, I think I molded uh, at least one of the arms, if not both, and, oh, wow. uh, and uh, the legs, the lower legs. And were you there for applications? No, I wasn't a union member at that point. Oh, okay. So I didn't, I didn't get onto set probably until either the end of season three or, or, or season four. Okay. I think that was the first time I actually ended up on, on set. And then I pretty much lived there between the set and the <laughs> shop. That was I spent more time on set and in a shop than I ever spent at home, um, which I suppose is any job. But you know, I really didn't remember what my house looked like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, since this being your first job, um, and you mentioned before in the other other uh, interview that 
you you weren't really watching the X Files. When when did you watch the host for the first time? And when it aired. When it first. When aired. it first. Oh, okay, because this so, is your baby, right? This it, is your well, first yeah, I kind of had. To. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see what I what I worked out. And what did you think about? What did you think about it? I, I thought it was the kinda, whole experience. You know, it was it was it was bizarre. It was yeah. a little weird, uh, but. But it wasn't 100% foreign to me. I had worked in um, a community TV station um, back in my hometown. So I had a lot of exposure to doing stuff and seeing it on TV. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I think the majority of my training was me working on my own crap at this cable station and then filming it and putting it on TV and seeing, oh, well, that worked and that didn't, you know. So, um, But it was, you know, a real show. Mm-hmm. So there was that level of excitement that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's really hard to describe your first experience with something like that. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it was exciting <laughs> and nerve-wracking. Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know that was going to end up being a favorite monster. Yeah, yeah. that's well, the other thing. This is a monster that I believe made Courtney relatively afraid of the toilet. Yeah. For many years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, what was that like to kind of see that become this iconic monster and know that you had a part in it? Oh, all kinds of fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. Uh, I, I. I've always been a bit of a practical joker, at least when I was <laughs> younger, and so seeing that done on, on such a massive scale was very pleasing. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure it was to, to everyone else, too. I mean, the, the one thing to remember, this is like, uh, this is Toby's effects company and, and his show um, for the monsters and everyone else in there. So if something worked out and we're, we're hearing about this sort of reaction from people, it pleases all of us. Yeah. It means right. we did our job really, really well. And also, so did everyone else, of course, editors, writers, lighting, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. But... There's something that you're you're proud of whenever you, you put something together, throw it in front of a camera, and it works. Yeah. Um, so. Was there any problems? Did you hear of any problems? Well, aside from uh, throwing the teeth out, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know the suit was was heavy as hell because I went and carried that back into his garage later, and the flute man spent a lot of time in water. I didn't hear about there being an issue, oh, but I could yeah. imagine there being one. The, the, the suit was urethane. Like it was a. Uh, oh was, my god. Um, the same material that he built the shark out of, uh, yeah. that shark skin from Jaws. Out yeah, of yeah, well. that's the, because <clears throat> like you said, the foam and the silicone really was kind of new back then. Well, with water. foam latex wasn't. Foam latex oh, no? has been used okay. since like gazillions of yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Wizard of Oz. That's true, yeah, know, yeah. Stuff like that. So one of the good things about foam is it's lightweight. Um, your thing, not so much, though. I, I picked up this suit all folded up, and I, I think I heard my back scream at me. Like oh loudly, my and it's like, oh my god, someone wore this. But but that's what we had to build things out of. If you wanted something that was translucent and looked like skin back in those days, it was urethane, right? Huh. Uh, silicone, just as heavy nowadays. We don't build bodysuits out of it typically because of no. that issue. Mm-hmm. Though it weighs a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, did you? Ha- oh, the one I wanted to. So the full body suit. Um, and I think that for, I mean, for me, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> this is, and one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is to, this is almost like a therapy. Kind of purge. Yeah, the yeah, to purge, to purge, to purge the fluke man, because, oh boy, howdy. There was a lot of fluke man in my head. There's still a lot of fluke man in my head. But this full body suit, the, the fact that it was a full body suit, um, was, was kind of big, was big, especially on, um, uh, you know, Television, there wasn't a lot of that. Do you what? What are your feelings on kind of doing, going the extra mile, doing the full body suit um, nowadays on television? Well, we still do it. I yeah. mean, um, you know, we haven't been totally replaced uh, by by CG characters and stuff yeah. like that. That happens sometimes, but um, I mean, some of the shows that we've worked on lately, I've, I've definitely done a, 
a severe amount of foam latex bodysuit. Yeah. Um, the last season of uh, Falling Skies, I foamed out a suit myself that uh, other people have sculpted and molded in that. I'd come in at 5.30 in the morning and start uh, pumping foam into this, uh, this bodysuit mold. Um, I mean, you know. Do you think it's do you think it's kind of coming back that you know we're so used to seeing computer generated things, but by doing the full body suit, it's almost more magical. I think if you can pull it off realistically, yeah. it's magical. Um, I've seen some horrendous body suits. That's tales. true. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen and some some of them. Um, well, I mean, you don't want your monster waddling at people laughing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've um, we've been fortunate over the years to have developed uh, ways based upon the bodysuits that have already been done. Mm -hmm. And one of the nice things about makeup effects is it's a technology that um, there's a lot of sharing involved. Um, I now work for a company that has LA and Canadian uh, people working. Like, uh, we have like two you, labs. <laughs> so we share a lot of information yeah. back and forth. Uh, back in the Fluke Man days, it was, it was pretty new to us, I think. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I like the fact that, it's, that you can see these things, and if, if they work, that's fantastic. Um, the more times it works, the more compelled people will be to do that sort of thing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. and it, it definitely works because it is one of those iconic. Uh, squeeze is one of those one. I mean, for me, iconic. But the Fluke Man is definitely one of those icons. I think season two is when they definitely got um, creepier and and they got a little more experimental and they kept trying to push what they could get away with. Yeah. yeah. Is there is there anything else you remember? Because we're going through this season two, mm -hmm. and it is getting a bit, I mean, with the fluke, man, I mean, it's getting a little bit creepier. Is there anything you remember uh, after working on the fluke, man, um, when you started to get more involved with X-Files? Is there anything you remember kind of after after that episode after stepping the, up? Well, after the fluke, man, I know that there was um, an episode, I believe it was with Peter Boyle, mm -hmm. um, where you saw him decomposing in front of the camera. Ooh, that was yes. actually one of the first mixes of digital and makeup effects we had. Oh, wow. And we um, <clears throat> we were just coming out of a phase where plastic skeletons were more easily accessible and stuff. So um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, it was pretty commonplace back in the 80s and 90s, early 90s, net to use real human skeletons for some stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. So we, it was my first time working with a real human skeleton. When, when he decomposes, we, I think we had two. Uh, wow. I, could be, I could be mistaken. Do you know where, you, where did you get something? Uh, like that? We just dug him up someplace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Toby actually got those through a medical supplier, I believe. Oh, wow. And, um, so, Allison, when I die, <laughs> give my body to Brad, and then you can put me no, in something. I'm okay with the plastic, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Um, we had this uh, these heat rigs and gelatin skins. The heat rigs were supposed to melt the gelatin skins over the bones. Yeah. Um, one thing I found is if you if you heat up real human bones, they let you know that they're real human bones. Ooh. Yeah, they do. Um, some some nice marrow. It's with an, some it's butter an actual and assault on, on, on your olfactory senses. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's like oh oh yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that that's definitely a memory. I, I think that was season two. Um, yeah. To be honest, from the fluke man on to uh, when I finally left X Files is kind of one large breaststroke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have Fair pictures enough. and you showed us the pictures, but then it's all kind of blended together. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Um, it, it it got to a point basically. I was still working at a theatrical supply store for yeah. for several well a couple of years anyway into this. Are before. they still around? No, not this oh, one. No, okay. that, this company is, has uh, has closed down. But. Oh, that's um, but I, it got to such a point where I was just coming in so tired all the time. Eventually, I had to to call and say, hey, you know what? I think I think um, 
I think I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and started doing makeup effects full time. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, and they, and they understood, too, because I was, I was barely able to even show up at the theatrical supply place because yeah. I was working so often on, uh, on Toby's stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so our kind of last question, um, doing, doing makeup kind of breakneck speed, mm -hmm. do you have any advice for people who want to break in um, to doing that sort of thing? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Don't don't wait for someone to give you a job to, to learn how to do it. Start doing the stuff on your own. Find stuff that you find looks cool um, and work on it. See if you can make um, make a sculpture that looks like a life cast. Like make it look so good that you would think it was cast off of someone's face. Get pictures of stuff. Mm -hmm. Everything that you get, everything that you make rather, take pictures of it and then throw most of them out and just keep your best one. You mm. know? I mean, don't really throw. <laughs> but keep keep your best one. That's the one you show people. If you've got a portfolio and and you bring it to me uh, to look at, I'm going to be more impressed with a portfolio that's only got five spectacular photos than twenty mediocre ones. Mm, and that's the same enough. thing that I, I tell people um, that have asked me how how what, what are you looking for when mm -hmm. you want to hire somebody. Um, you know, I want to see stuff that wows me and shows me that you have a broad range of, of, of skills. You're a good painter. You're a good sculptor. You can, you can um, do animatronics. You can paint fantastic eyes, mm. make great teeth, whatever. I mean, you know, do, people do specialize, but the more well-rounded you are, the more likely you are to stay employed. Yeah, that makes sense. And you, you told us you uh, teach a little. I do. I, yeah. uh, I teach some, um, some courses over at Vancouver Film School. Um, and uh, actually, last week I was, I was there for uh, a fair stretch. Um, okay, great. But yeah, I, uh, I, I basically that's what I tell students whenever, whenever they ask for that particular advice, or I just offer it without them asking. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I only got one shot to talk to them, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. You hear that, Space Cadets? You you go over to film, Vancouver Film School, you take Brad's course, you name drop us, we give you an A. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it's gonna work right now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. The double X files. Uh, as long as as long as her work looks good too. Sure. <laughs> They'll just give you lots of flukemen. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I actually did have a student that was working uh, on a mask that was based on the flukeman. Oh, that really? Would be really and, um, and her eyes got so big when I said, hey, that was my first job. I worked on that. <gasps> and then I had to explain. I didn't build the whole thing. I did bits Just the and teeth. <laughs> yeah. and that is actually, if I can just throw this in, that is yeah. one of the, the things that I, I, I find very awkward when people think, ah, a person does this. And then you oh, have to absolutely. explain, no, 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 no. There was 12 of us, you know. And well, there had to be 12 of you. Like, that's a big... Our, right now, our crew, I forget how many people we've got in our shop right now, but it's it's, it's about a dozen or so, and okay. um, and it goes up um, yeah. from there. Like if we get a big show, like when we were doing Falling Skies, I think we had twenty some odd people in the shop, um, uh, half of which at least were just painting. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I imagine it's quite collaborative as well. Very much so. I mean, uh, we we bring in people uh, from wherever we could find them. You know, <laughs> basically we we drag people in from props departments and that. Um, if people were you know in from out of town or something, oh come on in. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. awesome. That's awesome. Um, anything you're working on now, you want to plug? Give you the double X Files bump? <clears throat> well, All at the moment, I'm in the, the process. I'm, I'm working right now on uh, on a short, but it's not going to be ready for a couple of years because I'm, yeah. I'm doing. In this particular case, I'm doing all the effects pretty much myself. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so I'm, I'm giving myself the time that we're not normally afforded uh, professionally. Yeah, um, for sure. But uh, we've, we've taken a pretty long break on this because, A, it's pouring rain out there, and I don't want to <laughs> subject anybody to that because <laughs> uh, they're working for free. And, yeah. um, and uh, B, I, just, I think it's going to look better anyway if, it, yeah. if we get to a different 
time of year for this, so hopefully everyone's ready to come back to that when yeah. that time comes. Yeah. But it's called the Arcane, and it actually falls nicely into the, the X-Files kind of realm. Oh, um, nice. It's, it's about, um, you know, those private investigators, or not private, sorry, a, a paranormal investigating shows. Yeah, like um, Ghost Hunters. That and, kind of yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, it follows a group of these guys who you find out are actually, they're, they're a really high-rated show because they're always able to actually find the monsters because it's fake. But, oh. but they don't tell anyone that, so you know they're really popular. But they're kind of winding down. They're you know so they're they're cutting back and their budgets a little bit and stuff like this. They're, they send them on this one job, and um, you know only one person out of this whole crew actually believes anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that's why she got on this show, and now she's so disillusioned because everyone's just faking this stuff, you know. Kind of like me and, <laughs> I, and the X Files, Alice. <laughs> okay. Well, they 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 find the real thing in this last. Okay. Oh. Episode that they're doing, but I won't say anything more. Yeah, okay. don't spoiler it. It's called the Arcane. It's called the Arcane. Okay, great. Well, and I'll let you guys know whenever yeah, we're finally the done it. If you remember do. that I've mentioned it by that point, because I will I'm sure remember it's been a couple it. years. We'll remember. We'll, we'll be right. doing this podcast for eight more seasons. So. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means we can possibly have you on again. Sure. Talk about other. Weird, ooky things. Sure, anytime. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, And we will probably talk to you again. Um, So, Allison, we're going to do, we're going to leave the Vancouver, the soundstage in the Vancouver Library, and we're (laughs) going to predictions. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. It's your turn to predict. Yay. Okay. Uh, Season 2, Episode 3. The title of the episode is Blood. Now we got bad blood. And we used to be mad love. So take a look at what you've done. And now, baby, you got bad blood. Hey, um, so by the way, in terms of prediction score, we're zero for zero. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I got close. <laughs> what was your prediction again? Uh, that Fluke Man was trying to throw a dinner party. Yeah, there was no dinner okay. party, bro. Uh, well, I, I mean, dinner party for his babies. Yeah. But no, no, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, blood. Um, vampires let's go vampires that sounds good yeah but it's gonna be (gasps) we're gonna go el chupacabra oh shit yeah 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 let's go el chupacabra and vampires no okay okay that just just oh my god let me just let me create (laughs) just let me create I think this case is going to start out very El Chupacabra-esque. Like, mm-hmm. this is they, they get sent to uh, the southern United States and Texas, and there's weird deaths, and uh, the, all the blood is out of these either a person or livestock or whatever, and they suspect El Chupacabra. But really, it's a serial killer. Oh. And so Mulder has to kind of stop thinking with his cryptid dick mm-hmm. and start thinking with his serial killer mind that he can what does he do he he um he's a behavioral an- analyst yeah but he, he profiles. Uh, profiles he has to he has to profile again mm-hmm. he's having real time separating the x-files from his actual job 
Hmm, so that's that's gonna be that's my prediction. I like it. Okay. Um. Thanks, team. Yeah. Oh, hey. Um. By the way, what? If, if you want to get a hold of us at any time, ask us any questions, send us your thoughts. You know, just chit chat. <laughs> uh, you can reach us at Double X Files Podcast on Gmail. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us at Double X Files on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, and fuck yeah, Double X Files on Tumblr. Yeah. Get at us, man. Ask yeah. us some questions and get some answers. <laughs> or or ask us why 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 do you do this <laughs> why do you do this and that answer we don't know no 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 we don't we don't know okay yeah do those things and we'll see you next week man same fluke man time same fluke man place and the fluke man place is in the porta potty where we belong yep yep okay until next time the truth is, is out, out there, there. Ooh. Ooh.